Nebraska Public Media Sports brings you Nebraska baseball. Catch our live coverage as the Huskers meet the Indiana Hoosiers on the Diamond at Hawksfield at Haymarket Park in Lincoln. Watch Friday, May 10th at 6 p.m. Central on Nebraska Public Media. Welcome to Hurt at Sports Radio. Kicking off hour number three here on Hurt at Sports Radio. I'm Ravi Lula. Andrew Rogers here with me. Shane Hello. Schillerberg producing. We're on AM 590 ESPN Omaha, ESPN Tri-Cities, as well as KFOR in Lincoln for this third hour. One of every three fatal crashes in Nebraska involves an impaired driver. Why take chances if you drink or use other substances? Do not drive. Impaired driving is deceptively dangerous that's a message from the ndot highway safety office what is not dangerous is talking to our friend michael brunts <laughs> i don't know here. sometimes it could be i mean you never know but our friend michael brunts here on husker 24 from husker 24 7 brunts how are you this morning michael here he is now he's potted up my bad about that michael you there yeah there we go <laughs> he's how, like, does yeah. anyone call you mike uh, how about Mikey? I get Mikey a little bit. I, I a few people call me Mike. Like my call college roommates called me Mike. That's that's kind of the the segment that, that calls me Mike. Yeah. Not very many people. Okay, big Mike, every, not just Mike. Everybody big I Mike. hear it's mostly Brunts, some Bruntsy, some Michael. Uh, I don't know that I've ever heard anyone call you Mike. I just realized yeah, that it's very very rare, very rare. My mom. If she heard you call me that, would probably murder you. So don't do that. <laughs> What's your middle name? Call so you, that I call can... you Mike. She doesn't like the Mike. She doesn't like the Mike. Oh, you know, interesting. That, that was always that was always uh, you, you quickly got corrected when I was growing up. But somebody called me. Mike. Man, you're running a real fine line naming mm-hmm. your kid Michael if you don't like the name Mike. Like that's she's living dangerously. Well, every every third kid born <laughs> from like 1980 to like 1986 was named Michael. So it's <laughs> that's not, fair. Uh, I think that's it's fair. Not a rare name. No, I think that's fair. It's you know you remind me of Michael Jordan in that sense. You don't hear a lot of Mike Jordans out there. You know, mm-hmm. it's always Michael. Yeah, that's uh, well. I appreciate that. I, that, that I and you know what? Jordan. You hear a lot of Jordans out there, and we yeah. hear a lot of Bruntsies. That's what I'm saying. So you Michael, know what? you're essentially Michael Jordan. Michael Brunson, Michael Jordan, same guy. Do you guys remember? I was thinking about this the other day. Do you guys are you guys old enough to remember when Gatorade came in glass bottles? <laughs> I mean, Michael I, Jordan. <laughs> I'm not, but I know about Gatorade coming in glass bottles. I do actually remember. It was it was very early in my Gatorade drinking days, um, but I do remember the glass bottle Gatorade, and frankly, I prefer it. it it's kind of dangerous, though, right? Like, you're oh yeah, playground. You got your Gatorade out there. Like, all it takes is like somebody to take a wrong step or something when you're going for a loose ball and all of a sudden you got like a, you got a situation on your hands there yeah i also i wonder i i have this really ridiculous image you know those like cheesy 80s bar fight movies where they break the beer bottle off and like start a fight mm-hmm. i just wonder like yeah. did that ever happen on a playground where things there was like oh, a flagrant boy. foul somebody gets real mad they're like busting up the gatorade bottle I'm like let's do this <laughs> I mean, you know, those rough and tumble streets of Miller North uh, in Miller, Nebraska there, you know, you never know what's going on. That's probably why they had to switch to the plastic. 
Yeah, yeah, just break breaking off a uh, <laughs> bottle on the fence there. <laughs> I will say the glass bottles made it feel more. Uh, more like it gave it gave the Gatorade more gravitas. Like this is actually going to help me. It came in a glass bottle. This is medicinal. Yes. Yep. <laughs> I, I, the only reason I because the Michael Jordan thing, and then I got sir the the algorithm hit me with a uh, a Michael Jordan Gatorade commercial from like the nineties, and uh, and and I was like, okay, I, I I kind of blocked out that they used to have those things in glass bottles, which seems like a terrible idea. I, dr- I, I dramatically prefer the 90s Jordan Gatorade commercials to the weird, uh, like, Jordan 2010s Haynes commercials where he's rocking a very questionable mustache. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Well, the, the 2010s were hard for him. <laughs> I mean, if you, if you Google... <laughs> Not financially. If you Google Michael Jordan pants, um, he wore some, some large pants in the last decade. It, like, it did take it, him a while to adjust to the lack of baggy pants, it seems yeah. like. He, he stuck with that longer than most. Yes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, nobody's going to call him on it, but he was out there like in, in the big pants playing golf. Um, so if th- those of your listeners like, sitting at the there desk looking for something to do, Michael Jordan pants, Google it now. Yeah, it, yeah. It's, like the, it's like the old parachute that you would uh, use in PE class. Yeah. He, he was out there yeah. golfing in Jinkos, basically. Um, it was a, uh, it, it was, which is, it's too bad because he was a fashion icon during his playing days. So, um, oh by the way, if if you're if you want a, a lot of uh, Gatorade bottle glass bottles, you can get them for about one hundred and thirty dollars off of eBay for a set of three. I I actually don't want that at all. I mean that's that's cool. a little pricey, but or or there. you could get a twelve pack from the store for like eight bucks. <laughs> Um, Brunts, I don't know how we got here. I blame you mostly, but um, yep, well, we're here. <laughs> we are, we are here. Let's uh, let's talk about another thing where we may not know how people get here, and that's the transfer portal. Um, hey, there may be some NIL dollars mixed in. And maybe say, it's a Gatorade. Deal. Let's get Who a knows? let's get a Gatorade deal in here to sign a quarterback. <laughs> no, um, if you're looking at, if I could give you the odds of kind of the, the handful of guys that have been talked about for Nebraska at quarterbacks, let's say the Will Howard, Will Howard Kyle McCord, Sam Levitt, uh, who am I missing, uh, Blake Shapin, and Cam Ward, or the field, so basically any other quarterback in the transfer portal, where would you put your money? Um, I, I, would, I would put it on... And I, I, could, I think I could probably even narrow down your my list. I would probably even narrow down your your little crew a little bit there okay. too. I mean, I I would probably say a let's start crossing guys off. A, a McCord Shapin uh, Levitt group. Okay, somebody out of there. McCord Shapin Levin. Okay. I think I don't know. I mean, I, I think there's intrigue on on uh, certainly intrigue on Nebraska's part. I think. You know, from you know who we've been able to talk to, uh, whether it's the quarterbacks or those around them, I think there's legitimate interest in Nebraska. Um, and I, I mean, if, there's a lot of schools out there looking for quarterbacks, right? And I think that Nebraska, despite its offensive flaws and and what it did and did not do last year, I, I think it's an attractive place because the NIL picture is going to be pretty good. You have a quarterback picture that 
you're going to have to compete and win the job, but at the same time, it's not like you're going in there against somebody that's, you know, an incumbent starter. I mean, it's, it's kind of a, a good situation for guys that, that are, you know, kind of down to the last year or, or looking to, to start right away. So um, I, I think I think Nebraska, you know, is, is a little bit more of an attractive option than maybe what, what people probably would have expected going into uh, the start of portal season. Um, so, yeah, I, I think – I think Nebraska's kind of found guys that, that they feel fit them, um, not only offensively, but also, um, you know, from just, uh, you know, off the field type stuff and, and things like that. So I, I, I would, uh, I, I would probably go off of that, that, that group rather than the field right now. Brunt, where, are we, where are we staying today? Brunt, I, I spoke about this a little bit yesterday and, uh, BC and I, uh, kind of went back and forth on it too. Uh, trying to get the flashy name in the portal because I think it's important at some point to admit that you have to get somebody in at Nebraska that gets you excited to watch football next year. And out of the three names that you narrowed down Ravi's list to, Kyle McCord is really the only name that does that to me over Sam Levitt, um, who was the over uh, Blake Shapen. Blake Shapen. Yeah. Like, both are good quarterbacks, but – those aren't names that get me like fired up to watch Nebraska next season. How important do you think it is to find that flashy name to go along with the fit? Um, well, I, I think I think it helps you from the standpoint of you know Nebraska is not going to be super active in this portal cycle. I don't think, but I think if, if you are able to do that, it helps you bring in others. Um, that, that can help you right away. So I think there's there's a benefit there. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I think to me the the fit is so much more important. And I and I understand what you're saying though about the splash and you need to get people interested. I think you also have to kind of be careful because I think there's also some skepticism out there on the part of Nebraska fans about okay, well we we've seen the flash. We've heard we've heard these things about this play, you know X player and it hasn't worked out. So. I think there's a little bit of that too, but I don't know. I mean, for, from the, I, I think for Nebraska, you, you just have to find somebody that, that can take you to that next step. And I, I don't know, you know, certainly of that group that we mentioned, who's, who's probably the flashiest for you is it Ward. That, that's, that's the guy that does it for you. Well, yeah, Cam Ward's a flashy name, but there's other names like DJU is a name that is uh, a, uh, something that like nationally is recognized like that's kind of how I look at it because even like when you said uh, Nebraska kind of should be skeptical and they should because l- that last year they said hey we know what we can get out of a guy like Jeff Sims we evaluated him and, and he's going to be our guy and then he just wasn't so you have to wonder about how this staff approaches the portal in terms of uh, do they know what they're evaluating uh, but I still don't think Jeff Sims was a name anybody said last year that was like yes that's a flashy name um he may have like you know star power in terms of you know whatever he's graded but it's not like oh my gosh that's the guy that I want out of the portal when say last year Devin Leary would have been more of a flashy name than Jeff Sims yeah I mean I I I get your point I mean I I think I think it's got to be fit And and even when you kind of start looking at that list of guys that you know, that Nebraska's been connected to so far. I mean, I, 
Ward would be the flashiest name. Would he be the best fit for what Nebraska wants to do offensively? I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I think that's kind of the balancing act. So I get it, though. I mean, I, I think – and I, I think Nebraska is probably going to be able to get more of a name than maybe what I, what I probably would have expected going into the portal cycle and probably a lot of people, too. So, I mean, there's that. But, um, you know, they – there's going to be a lot of pressure on this season coming up, and I, I think it's a little bit more important to make sure that you find the guy that's going to get you get you to a bowl game and beyond versus you know the, the splash. Although if you can find somebody that can do both for you, more power to you. Bruns, you mentioned you think they're probably not going to be quite as active in the portal in general this year, but another spot that I, I guess they're going to look for some depth and maybe some experience is that wide receiver spot, mm-hmm. and that the quarterback transfer probably does directly impact their ability to land wide receiver talent, right? Yeah. No, I mean, I, I think that's, that's what I was mentioning when I kind of said like, okay, well that's one spot where you get a name at quarterback or somebody that's significant. I think that makes it a little bit easier for you. Cause I mean, guys want to know who's going to be throwing them the ball. Mm-hmm. And Ja'Cory Barnes fact, certainly wants to know. <laughs> yeah, you know he's, he's, uh, he's excited to learn that too. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I, I think that that helps you. I mean, I think I, I think there's some specific spots that Nebraska is going to have to kick the tires on. I think running backs probably another they'll look at, just given their situation there. But yeah, I mean, it's uh, I mean, just the way college football is now, the quarter it's such a quarterback-driven uh, game, and when you are able to kind of get free agents the way you are now, um, there's a lot of attention in there, and you get the right guy can help you make things a little bit easier in other areas too we're talking with michael brunson of husker 24 7 uh speaking of transfers at some other positions how how likely do you think if at all is it that princewell and his brother prince lee end up teaming up at nebraska or is that just kind of a, a nebraska pipe dream that we're having here um I don't know. I mean, it, I, I would say pipe dream, but at the same time, I mean, there's a connection there beyond just the fact that they're brothers. Um, you know, Princely had been, had been connected with Matt Rule at Baylor. I, I think there was a pretty strong connection there during the recruiting process. So, I mean, at least there's that. So it's not like you're just uh, pulling on that thread. But I, I don't know. I mean, it, it's uh, – it's, he's kind of at an interesting point too because he's he's seen as what like a day two probably pick in the NFL draft right now. Mm-hmm. Um, it feels like that's going to be a pretty um, th- that would be an expensive uh, recruitment out of the portal probably. Um, so I don't know. I mean, it would be a great addition for Nebraska. There's no denying that. But um, you know, at least the fact that there's familiarity there with the family and, and Matt Rule beyond just you know, the brother being here, that that at least is, is one that uh, I'll, I think you have to watch a little bit. Bruncy, give me a number because you don't think it's going to be high. How many portal transfers do you think Nebraska ultimately ends up with? Uh, I would say the number I'm kind of working off of is like maybe six tops, six Seven. I mean, I, I I just don't think right now you have a lot of flexibility um, to, to add guys. I mean, it, we always say, you know, the math is going to work out. They'll figure out how to get to the 85 number when they have to and all that stuff. But, I mean, you guys have seen how few guys have gone into the portal so far. Um, you know, I, I think Nebraska's done a pretty good job of 
figuring out how to kind of manage a locker room um, in the NIL era. I think there's, you know, a, I, I think a, kind of a, a, a groundwork or a foundation in, in, in the program right now that guys are pretty happy. So, you know, I, I, I just don't know that they can make that work numbers-wise, bringing in a ton of guys out of the portal unless there's significant attrition that has not made itself known yet. And I'm sure that you'll have that after spring ball once guys kind of figure out where they are on the depth chart. But I just don't think it's nearly as active. And based on what you know, Matt Rule and his staff have said, they're, they're going to value development. They're going to value young guys and bringing them up at the program versus going and getting you know, immediate help at certain spots. So you know, they, they have to address issues. The wide receivers one, I think, running backs another depending on how things shake out at linebacker, that's probably another position that I, I would at least consider that they would have to maybe bring somebody in. So the, the, the list of needs isn't as long as it was. And I think also just kind of given the way that they flipped the roster so far since they got here, it's not going to be as, as nearly active as it has been. Yeah. Brunts, I, I, you know, you, you, we've looked at the ability and I guess the desire for Nebraska players to remain at Nebraska with Coach Rule as a positive, and I think largely and long term it will be. But I mean, there's a, a bit of a chance that it could hurt their ability to improve next year, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I and I think that's part of the evaluation process is you have to weigh that. Like, you know, what's a young guy going to be in the program? two years from now versus, you know, what you might be able to get out of somebody that's in the portal now. Um, and and, and that, that's the balancing act. I mean, I, I think some programs would say, you know, we have to be better now. Um, I You know, I think Nebraska feels like they've got guys where they can be better now. But, um, you know, there, there's going to be attrition. I mean, the, there's, there's still guys that, you know, I think you could probably look at the roster and say that there's probably a slim chance that this guy or that guy is on the roster – um, you know, come next fall, but I, I, I just uh, I, I think they're going to be a little bit choosier. I mean, I, I think that's just kind of how they they see the program, and they're not afraid to bring in guys. I mean, I I, I think you know there was some kind of undercurrent out there among fans, like oh, you know, I wonder what they're actually going to do quarterback wise. How how aggressive are they going to be? And you know, I think Nebraska's shown that they're willing to go out and, and really have, you know, improve at, at a spot where they feel like they need to. So um, I, I don't think they're going to be shy about going and getting guys that they need to, but I think generally they're always going to, you know, go back to the guys that they have on their roster. And the thing is, too, you know, Matt Rule has the, the ability still to kind of play with roster numbers given as, you know, he's a, a, a new head coach through the spring, but – um, that, that number that he can kind of do that with is also dwindling as well as, as guys that were here before he got here have left the program. Bruncey, uh stepping away from the Huskers for a moment, uh, there was a an NCAA proposal that came out uh, yesterday, a couple of days ago. Um, Charlie Baker proposed a way to create new subdivision but also give enhanced educational benefits. Have you seen red – looked into that at all uh a little bit not not too much I, i've kind of been portal focused and recruiting stuff like that the last couple of days but um I've, I've read a little bit 
Yeah, okay, so um, I won't ask you anything like too deep in it, but maybe you can help solve something I'm confused about. Maybe you and Ravi can help solve <laughs> something I'm confused about because under the proposal, okay, it said schools in both Division One subdivisions, which continue to compete against one another for NCAA championships, except for an FBS football, which is run by the college football playoff, right? So if teams were to break off and go into a subdivision, uh, they pay the money, whatever it is, to go to a different one. They, we'll call it Tier 1, for example. Does Tier 1 create their own NCAA like championship game? Like, Is that how that works? It, it feels like that's where it's headed, right? Okay. So yeah, I think I'm, it's like a Super League. Yeah. I think it'd be like the, the Yeah, but the it's, like, it's a league. Super League championship, yeah. and then there's a college football yeah. playoff still for the other teams yeah, that didn't else. qualify. Yeah. Okay, so there's the bridge that I've been trying to marry there because I all night I was losing sleep over, man, <laughs> if somebody elevates, are they going to play uh, in, in, in a championship game someday? Can they lift a trophy <laughs> above their head? Oh, my goodness. No, this proposal is kind of crazy, though, because it's a it's a pay-for-play a pay type of thing, but it all factors in to the NIL stuff, which is what we've been talking about through the transfer portal this whole time. Well, it would be, and correct me if I'm wrong, it, it would come directly from the schools, right? Like yeah. The mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, the school like, pays, yeah, pays the people directly. I, I think that's, that's kind of where it's been headed. I mean, I, I think if you look at what Nebraska, even what Nebraska's done, with some of their in-house moves and you kind of read what Trev Alberts has said, I, I think that's kind of, you know, for a while, kind of the direction that Nebraska's kind of anticipated things going. Um, and, and again, like I said, I, I kind of just took a cursory glance at this stuff. It still somehow would require congressional involvement. Right. right. Like, right. Okay. All right. Well, which I, it's going to be a long time. I never right? understand. <laughs> I, was say, I, I, I hope you're not still losing sleep over this. It's going to be a while. No, yeah, you, guys, so, you guys helped me solve it. I had to talk it out with somebody. But, see, not enough people, like, read as much as I – I read 10 different sources of information yesterday, Brunty, before I made my video. 10. And nobody's, oh. nobody's uh, <laughs> and article <laughs> matched up. <laughs> nobody's. And I'm just like, here we are. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. It, it's uh... – I don't know. It just seems like everything is inching towards football being separate from everything else, you know, and, yeah. and, and especially that level of basically schools are going to have to decide, are, are we in this or are we not? And it, it seems like, from, at least from Nebraska's perspective, that they've been expecting that for a while. Like there's going to be some break off, some change mm-hmm. in oversight and who – Who's paying and, you know, whether they're employees or not. I mean, all that has to be determined. But I, I think, you know, with, at least here locally, I, mean, I think that's been the assumption that that's the direction things are headed uh, sooner rather than later. So, I mean, it, this, that to me, just the, the headlines and what little reading I did, it just kind of seemed like, okay, this is a little bit of an embrace of whatever that next step might be. Um, but I, I don't know that anybody really has a great handle on that yet either, which is kind of scary. Bronze, like 30 seconds here. Uh, let's start the interview or end the interview the way we started it. Is there another uh, celebrity endorsement commercial you'd like to uh, you'd like to reminisce <laughs> about real quick? Is Brett Favre still doing the copper thing? Is that done? <laughs> That's done. I think uh, I think I think like I think I've seen Jerry Rice on him now. Oh, really? I think so. Yeah. 
I don't. I or maybe don't Romo. Maybe copper. Romo. Oh wow. The yeah, copper fit ones. I don't stay up as late as I used to, so I don't. I don't know where <laughs> that copper fit at, athlete. Let's, let's figure know. this. Uh, out. We'll, we'll figure it out. <laughs> he, I don't think he's doing Levi's anymore either. I think they may not have loved his uh, defrauding the the Wrangler. Wrangler. Uh, yeah, how dare I'm yeah, sorry. You, oh my it. gosh. My bad. Uh, Brunt, good time as always. We'll talk to you again next week. See you guys. See ya. Heard that hot seat coming up next.